Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, loving Jesus by loving people. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. cliched Christian expression, don't put God in a box. It means we should never limit God. It means that God is too big for us to fully comprehend, and if we have too rigid a view of who he is or of how he works, we can sometimes miss out on things if he acts in a way that we didn't expect. The Pharisees of Jesus' day had put their idea of the Messiah in a box, and so that when Jesus showed up and didn't look the way that they thought the Messiah should, they couldn't get their heads around it, they couldn't open their minds to the real Messiah who was actually standing right in front of them. We don't want to repeat their error, the error of the people in the early book of Acts who couldn't open their eyes to a new idea of how God might be working and therefore missed out on it entirely. For the last several days of our podcast, Stephen has been defending the gospel to the Jewish rulers. He gives his final statements in today's passage. Acts chapter 7 verses 44 through 53 says, Our ancestors had the tabernacle of the covenant law with them in the wilderness. It had been made as God directed Moses according to the pattern he had seen. After receiving the tabernacle, our ancestors under Joshua brought it with them when they took the land from the nations that God drove out before them. It remained in the land until the time of David, who enjoyed God's favor and asked that he might provide a dwelling place for the God of Jacob, but it was Solomon who built a house for him. However, the Most High does not live in houses made by human hands. As the prophet says, heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool, what kind of house will you build for me, says the Lord, or where will my resting place be? Has not my hand made all these things? You stiff-necked people! Your hearts and ears are still uncircumcised. You are just like your ancestors. You always resist the Holy Spirit. Was there ever a prophet your ancestors did not persecute? They even killed those who predicted the coming of the righteous one. And now you have betrayed and murdered him. You who have received the law that was given through angels but have not obeyed it. There was absolutely no doubt that God was in the Old Testament Law and Covenant, but that was all temporary and was now being surpassed. Even the temple, which God didn't want or really need, but allowed to be built, even the temple was going to pass away because God can't be put in a box and certainly can't be confined to a building. In that sense, we can see the nervousness of the people who felt like Stephen was bashing the temple. He wasn't speaking against it, he was only pointing out the true and biblical idea that although God allowed a temple, he was not going to be contained to one place. Stephen's final words are far from gracious, and if we're being honest, they are not overly Christ-like. No one claims that Stephen has perfect character. We should not attempt to imitate Christ by imitating Stephen's rudeness or his insults as his frustration boils over. Stephen's not wrong. Israel did have a long history of refusing God and killing his prophets, but the name-calling and the anger aren't going to help anything here, as we will get into tomorrow's verses. For today, search your own soul, asking for God's help to do so, and see if there's any place that you are containing Him in your own life. Any ideas of Him that are just wrong and need to change. Anywhere you put Him in a box or put limits on who He is or limits on what you will do for His sake. 
See what comes to mind. Ask him to show himself as he is to you and ask him to renew your mind to any idea about him that isn't pure truth.